Hello and welcome to Kinda Funny Games Daily for Friday, May 26th. I am your host, VGC's Jordan Midler, alongside Mr. Midas. How you doing? I am feeling vibey, I'm feeling energetic, yeah. and jet lag is beating me up. How me are you too. feeling? The exact same. Um, just before, literally 90 seconds before we started this broadcast, I took a shot of Pepto-Bismol. So now I'm, I'm ready to go. Now you was eating ice on the way here. Yeah. But you know, once that red light starts, you've just got to go. There's, there's no second chances. Now, Jordan, yep. I've got a confession. Yes. I'm super excited to be here. Uh-huh. But there's a real reason why I'm here. Mm-hmm. You want to know what it is? I'm, I'm dying. I'm on tenterhook. The real reason I am here is because Greg Billboard Miller, you have been destroying the British accent. It is disgusting. It is horrible. We do not sound like that. So I am here to let you know how we speak, how we sound. I don't even drink tea, but I do like biscuits. And Greg Miller, I like your beard, mate. I like your beard. Well, I would say that that is actually how English people talk, but certainly not Scottish people. Anyway, today's stories include an apology for Lord of the Rings Gollum, Tears of the Kingdom patches, a popular glitch, and more because this is Kinda Funny Games daily, each and every weekday at 10am live right here on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames and twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong, which we won't at kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames or on podcast services around the globe by searching for Kinda Funny Games daily. Remember, Midas, you're going to remember this? Yeah. You can use the Epic Creator code KINDAFUNNY on all Epic Store and Epic in-game purchases like your Rocket Leagues, Need. like your Fortnites. Of course. Like your all those other games. That Just you not play. Gollum. No, we're going to announce that later in the show, actually. To be part of the show, you can head to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD to write in with your questions, squad-ups, and more. And remember, patreon.com slash kindoffunny to get the show ad-free, plus a bevy of bonus content. We've got some housekeeping. A new episode of The Blessing Show, in my opinion, the best kind of funny content is coming this week. Join us on our YouTube channel at Wednesday, 10 a.m. Pacific, for The Blessing Showcase. No guesses what that's going to be about. A new kind of funny X cast is up right now with the one and only Ryan McCaffrey from IGN. Uh, that's up on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. The new kind of funny merch store is live, kindoffunny.com slash store. You can check out the camp and floral lines designed by Nick at Campfire new Designs. Store, new store. Hey guys, I'm coming out to talk about the new store, kindoffunny.com slash store. Brand new store, same URL. You can see all the fun stuff we showed off uh earlier this week it's very exciting we're trying something new we're doing limited merch drops so these are available for 10 days and then they're gone do you know what i have to say like the shorts the shorts that i'm here so for the shorts fun. they are so sick i need them in my life i will say those are um highly inspired by snowbike mike and his commitment to wear shorts now mm -hmm. even though in these pictures it's like real cold outside you gotta rock them. Yeah, I They're need that. Fun. And the sliders. The sliders, the swag for the, the sliders. I'm here the for it. The slides are so <laughs> fun. It's nice just to have like shoes. To, I don't really have sandals living in San Francisco, but I like yeah. having them now. Just walk around, take the trash out, looking real cool. Is that <laughs> stuff all in the studio today? It is. Oh, okay. We right. have some. Midas. Yeah. yeah. You guys might have to yeah. grab some stuff yeah. on your way out. Uh, we got this new coffee mug. It's really cool. It says Camp KF. It's really fun and exciting. You can leave that. I'll, I'll, I can say that. There's no limited number for the merch. It's just days. But uh, so, yeah. Exciting stuff. Yeah. 
What's, it, what's that link again? Kindoffunny.com slash store. Kindoffunny.com slash store. Thanks, Thanks very guys. much. Of course. Good I need those sliders. I need those sliders in my life. They're yeah. fine. Thank you. <laughs> we will um, be sure to steal plenty of that. Before we leave, for our friends outside of the US, which is also us, um, apparently it's Memorial Day on Monday, whatever that is. Um, so you will not be getting your regularly scheduled live programming since the team will be off only on YouTube in the live stream. There's going to be a 30-minute post-show right here with Snow Michael Michael to come to talk to our hosts about, you know, the YouTube super chat questions, all of the insulting comments about our accents. Yeah. That's what I'm expecting. Well, really, I just want to know how high he sits on the chair mm -hmm. because every time I'm watching, he looks like a giant. So <laughs> I brought my chair up as high as I can to see if he's just going to be a giant compared to me. I, I mean... It's always a surprise when you meet that monster of a man, Greg Miller. He's like 17 foot tall. So I just, I've learned not to uh, under appreciate what these people are like. Thank you to our Patreon producer, Delaney Twinning. Today we're brought to you by Rocket Money and RTX, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. <laughs> Sex stories today. A baker's dozen. Always wanted to do that. I'm here for the smoke. The smoke machine it just makes the whole set. So the first time I did this, every time the smoke machine went off, I absolutely shat myself. Um, but now that I'm, it's, a, it's an old hat at this point. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I need a smoke machine in my house. Every single time I walk in, it just goes off. It's like Mr. Midas is present. Here's a smoke machine. Although flats in London are so tiny, like it might just set on fire. Mm. You know who won't be uh, firing off a smoke machine? Uh, the developers of Gollum. Because we have an apology from the team behind the Lord of the Rings Gollum. Dear players, we would like to sincerely apologise for the underwhelming experience many of you have had with the Lord of the Rings Gollum upon its release. We acknowledge and deeply regret that the game did not meet the expectations we have set for ourselves or our dedicated community. Please accept our sincere apologies for any disappointment this may have caused. Our goal as a studio and as passionate Lord of the Rings fans has always been to tell compelling and immersive story-driven adventure. Crafting a story with Middle-earth as our playground has been the greatest honour and the biggest challenge we have faced so far. You don't say. At Didelic, we understand that the game's success relies on the enjoyment and satisfaction of its players. We genuinely value your feedback and have been actively listening to your voices, reading your comments and analysing the constructive criticism and suggestions you have provided. Our development team has been working diligently to address bugs, technical issues that many of you have experienced. We're committed to providing patches we'll, that will allow you to enjoy the game to its fullest potential once again, we deeply apologise for the inconvenience caused, appreciate your understanding during this time, and we will continue to keep you updated on the progression and transparent communication for upcoming patches and improvements. Thanks for your support. Sincerely, Didelic. Now, Mr. Midas, we were in a cab two days ago, yeah, and I was saying, I hear this Golem game's not great, and you were like, what Golem game? This, you know <laughs> what? I am, I'm watching every game and show, I'm in every blog, every blog. I know about everything that's happening and I have never heard about this Gollum game. And then I went on Metacritic and I saw a score of 36 and I was like, wow. Yep. Like, it looks trash. I don't even like to say games look trash because, like, making games is hard, but this looks trash, trash. You never see a 36. Like, you see bad games, but that is, like, that has to be such a bad game that... 
the entire critical community has to have this consensus. And obviously, games critics have a tendency to sometimes overscore or sometimes just be like, you know what, maybe this is a three, but I'll just give it a five because no one will say anything. But this was a proper kicking. This was um, quite insane. It does make me want to play the game now, though. This is the thing as well. It's like, this game is probably going to get so much press and so much traction just because people want to see how much of a hot mess it is. Yeah, that's... Um, it's weird, though, because at some point... Oh, well, Rogers played it, but at some point you can... It's not so bad, it's good, it's just bad. It's just a terrible game, and 36 seems to um, suggest that. How did, do they ever fix this? Can you fix a 36 Metacritic game? When I think 36, I think I turn on my PS5 and it explodes. Yeah. Literally, like, I have to build them for a new console every time I play it. That's how bad I'm thinking. But yeah, I don't think... I don't really think you can fix something that is this far gone. Mm. What's, the, what's the, your favourite bad game? Hmm, my favourite bad game is probably... I don't know, you know. Probably... I don't know. What's your favourite bad game? Let me have a um, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Listen, I like you. Mm -hmm. I don't want to fight you on set. We both will. I'll exactly. Come yeah, together. We got him. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Easy. I'm from the streets, you know. I'm from Paisley, mate. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll back down. I'll back e down. Everyone can agree that Tears of the Kingdom finally fixed that mid-ass game. No, so. no, we are, no, we are we not. We can agree that Tears of the Kingdom build on top of a masterpiece that cracks the code and what makes uh, natural exploring in a Nintendo game feel great. That we can agree on. Listen to this guy. Like, where, where's your brain at? Nah. How are you even speaking about Breath of the Wild in the same conversation as Gollum? I mean... That is just rude. A lot of people are saying it. I'm, I'm just hearing it on, on the grapevine, you know? See, we don't chill in the same places. It's just a lot. Of, there's a lot of conversation. <laughs> it's, it's very similar types of games, if you ask me. Speaking of Zelda, they've patched out one of the my favourite things about it. Tears of the Kingdom patch removes every duplication glitch. I bet it's not every one of them. This is from Ryan Disendale at IGN. Nintendo has released a patch for The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom that removes every duplication glitch from the game, as reported by Vux. I, I'm, not, I'm not familiar. Um, some players may want to hold off updating to version 1.1.2 of Tears of the Kingdom if they hope to keep using duplication glitches to essentially gain infinite rupees. While the patch notes don't mention removal of these glitches, it was quickly discovered by players looking to break the launch versions of the game that all known methods for duplicating items have been removed. This includes perhaps the most popular arrow glitch, which let players duplicate any item when fused with an arrow alongside the weapon and the shield glitch and more. Um, this was an interesting one because since Tears of the Kingdom came out, all my TikTok is like, here's how to get a billion rupees. Here's how to duplicate every diamond. You were playing Tears of the Kingdom on the plane. Are you, are you, where are you in it? What, what stage are you at at the minute? So for anyone who don't know, we are from the UK and it's like 11 and a half hours flight here. And for like eight of those hours, all I was doing was playing Tears of the Kingdom. I played about... 30 hours and I had 10 rupees. <laughs> 10 rupees. So you see this glitch? I was like, this is for me. I'm getting all of the arrows. I'm getting, I'm getting, do you know what I like? You know the frozen berries? Oh, yeah. I love the frozen berries. I'm getting all of that. And now it's like, it's sad. But I get why studios do it. But I love a little glitch. A little glitch that can help the game. It reminds me of when we had The Witcher. 
and you could kill the cows and mm. you could farm the, the, the cow skins and stuff like that. So I'm always down for a little glitch like this, but I understand why they fix it. The Witcher 3, another med game, famously. Oh my. Who are you? Who is this guy? GGC, the Who name is you this know. Guy? I'm coming out there now. <laughs> come on, come. Come, come ahead. Bring a team. I'm right here. Here he comes. Can you get Back him off out. set? That's Bear Courtney's music. Can you actually take we him off set? We can shake hands on that. We can shake yeah. hands yeah. on that. <laughs> <laughs> Sold me out, man. Sold me out. The Witcher, more like the shit, sure. Anyway, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Because I've now completed it, the I'm at the stage now where I'm like, I want to break this game. I want to get all the rupees. I want to get all the clothes and things of this nature. Um, but yeah... They say they've got all of them. I bet you there's a new duplication glitch. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, I've literally just done two dungeons and I'm probably about 40 hours in. That's how lost I am in this world. Yeah. Super, super lost. It's a, it's an, it's a, it's a really incredible game because <laughs> during the review period, I, I was DMing one blessing at the OU Jr. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Basically being like, I'm at this point of the game. What should I be doing? And he's like, you have to go. Like the embargo is this date, you have to go and finish it because you're you're just kind of walking about. You get so lost. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a special ass game. Is anything beating that for game of the year? Ah, oh, no way, no, no way. Final Fantasy 16 might be able to get on its coattails, but it's not beating it. But I need to know what are you glitching? What would be your favorite glitch to kind of duplicate? Would you try to glitch another Princess Zelda so we get to see two Zeldas on the screen <laughs> at the same time? I, I mean, I am, I'm, a, I'm not an avaricious man, so I'm really just trying my best to get as many rupees as possible. I want to buy out um, the castle. Um, and speak, speaking of Mr. Zelda, there's a blessing Adeo Jr. waiting in the wings. Here he is. He's going to say something. Uh, I'm sad I didn't get to talk about this duplication glitch thing, <laughs> so I figured why don't I just come through and actually talk about it? Because I've not gotten to talk about it on air yet, and I made a tweet about it talking about... It's surprising playing through Zelda and having that game have virtually zero zero bugs, but then like there are ten and only gro a growing amount of way of ways to like duplicate items. And so right now I'm with you, Jordan. That like I beat the game, I play, I put in about ninety hours in the, into the game, and I've started seeing the TikToks of how to do the duplication glitch. And when I tell you that I have tens of thousands of rupees, Hell yeah. When I tell you that I have <laughs> so many batteries, when I tell you that I've Use this glitch nonstop for the last three days, and I'm actually glad they're taking it out because it's become my—it's become the only thing I'm doing while playing the game. <laughs> I absolutely love this glitch. So now you can like, actually play the game. Now I can actually play the game. Now I can actually use all these batteries and like actually build shit to actually fly. Yeah. What are you buying with all them rupees? That's what I need to know. Oh, I am building a house. I'm building a house. I actually finished building my house. I post my house on Twitter. Barrett, don't pull it up. Um, I actually don't know what I'm going to use these rupees for anymore. Just buy all the clothes. I guess I could do that, yeah. yeah. We need the MTV Cribs of your place in Zelda. I, I, that's what I basically did. There is like a, so I have, I would say a pretty standard house, right? I got two floors. I got a bedroom. I got a kitchen. I got, uh, I got, I got a secret gallery that you can only, you can only find on my Twitter. And so if you want to know what's up with my secret gallery, go on Twitter at Blessing Junior. Check that out. Um, and also Jordan, Mr. Yeah. Minus, nice having you guys in, in today. Of you guys are killing it. Thank, Thank you. I appreciate you. it. Appreciate it. We're never going to, uh, we're never leaving. These yeah, we're not leaving. This is the it's, new... This is the UK takeover. This is the new world order of Kind of Funny Games Daily. We are the outsiders, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. Uh, yeah, Tears of the Kingdom, good game. People are going to be talking about it for a long ass time, but we've got a lot of good games coming up. June, we've got Street Fighter, yeah. Diablo, Final Fantasy. I'm and excited. no Gollum. And no Gollum. <laughs>
Oh, <laughs> uh, poor Gollum. Story number three, John Wick 5 has been confirmed and John Wick video game at proposals are moving ahead. John Wick 5 is in the works, Langate have confirmed, and the company has also discussed how the John Wick AAA video game is coming along. As part of Lionsgate's latest earnings presentation, President Joe Drake said the <laughs> Joe Drake, that's a tremendous name for a, for an executive, said the film company has been impressed by the box office results of John Wick 4 and wants to keep the ball rolling. The aim is to create, quote, a regular cadence of releases that includes entries in the core series as well as spin-offs. The original plan was to film John Wick 4 and 5 back to back, but uh, director Chad Stas Stahelski, apologies, that's definitely not correct, said he simply didn't have it in him creatively to make another one alongside the fourth. As, John, as for the John Wick video game, Drake and Lionsgate are, quote, continuing to have those conversations. He added that there is, quote, a ton of energy around the prospect of making a John Wick video game. Back in November, Lionsgate said the company believes there is a big AAA video game to be made out of John Wick. Um, Mike Bethel, friend of the show, uh, released a John Wick video game in 2020 called John Wick Hex. It was a strategy game and a prequel to the John Wick universe. I would like to confess something, Midas. Come on, talk to me. Never seen a John Wick film. What? Who are you? I don't watch films. Like, I, I just... I don't like films. It's too much sitting down, not doing anything. There's no act. There's no activity doing it. It's like my ADHD brain's like, I could be playing a game here. Do you know what? I'm not going to be angry with you at that because I'm always behind on the movies. Like... Yeah. All of the MCU, everything come behind because I play so many games. But come on, John Wick is a classic. It looks brilliant. Every time I see clips of it on TikTok with like incorrect subtitles, I'm like, this looks fantastic. <laughs> Will I sit down and watch it? No. I just have to sit and watch um, The Last Jedi over and over again. That's All right. As, as, as the John Wick connoisseur mm -hmm. out of the two of us, yes. I've always wanted a John Wick game. Um, obviously, John Wick Hex was a kind of cool kind of spin-off. Kind of, it's different, isn't it? It's like more yeah. kind of artsy, um, really, really dope looking game. But I want a proper triple A fighting game like that. Now, um, I love Sifu. I am trash at parrying, can't parry yeah. for it to save my life. But I love that game. And as soon as I got it on PC, yes, Greg, I played it on PC. Don't worry, consoles for life. But as soon as I got it on PC, I got the John Wick mod. Uh -huh. And it is incredible. Like that um, that scene when you are in the club in the John Wick mod, I'm like, this is what I need. So having a really polished um, John Wick game with fighting like that. Yep. Shout out Barrett. He's, he's he knows. so quick. Yeah. He's so quick. Like, look at that. It looks incredible. Could you imagine having a proper triple A budget fighting like that? Like, I'm there all day for it. I always thought that, like, obviously my knowledge of John Wick is limited, but I have seen action scenes. You know how the Arkhamverse combat, the kind of, like, boom, boom, bat, you're just, like, attack, attack, parry. You could do a John Wick game like that so easily. Like, it feels like it would fit the, the kind of style. Um, but what are you wanting from a John Wick game? Are you wanting, like, a big action adventure game? Are you wanting, like, a tight kind of linear game? Like, what's, what's your dreams? Yeah, so it needs to be linear. I want a linear story focus. Um, we've got to have a dog. Yeah. Yeah, because spoiler, spoiler, John Wick's dog. They, they murk him. Yeah, he, he passes away. So, yeah, we need a dog. Um, we, need, we need cars. Mm -hmm. We need a horse. Um, and we need lots of fighting. I know it, it, it sounds like I'm talking about a whole different type of movie. It's not that type of movie mm. that you're thinking in your head right now. But, yeah, I think a proper linear story-driven 
with really tight combat. And what you're saying about the Arkham combat is perfect. And basically everything stole that combat. Like everyone yeah. uses that combat now. So using that kind of combat style would be cool. Do you know what I've always wanted in the Arkham combat? A Power Rangers game. Oh. Uh, especially after Gotham Knights, underrated game. Everyone agrees Gotham Knights, not, not that bad. Um, I thought... Uh, no, no, uh, no. We don't but... mention that game again here in this office. Who's speaking? V voice of God is, <laughs> is, is, is telling me that I'm wrong. Um, I think a Power Rangers game with that would be sick because yeah. it's just that kind of combat. You're just going after like the, the, the really low-level enemies, like your putties, like... I suppose, I mean, you would have to do Mighty Morphin Power Rangers because that's what people know. I'm more of a Power Rangers in space, man. What is Power? I didn't even know Power Rangers went to space. Oh, no, no, is, no. Wait, 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 wait. Is this, is this um, Fast and Furious? Like, what's going oh, on? No, Power, Power Rangers in space was only like four years after Mighty Morphin. The chat will back me up on this. Power Rangers in space was the pinnacle of storytelling in the Zordon era. Was the Green Ranger, did the Green Ranger turn into the White Ranger? No. Then it's not pinnacle. All right, what PJDF. can I say? Yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. it's not. But I like that idea. I think that would be super cool. But only if we get mechs. Yeah. If we don't have mechs, it's pointless. Yeah, if, if, if we don't get to the point where you're calling in the Zords, why are we doing it? Exactly. But yeah, John Wick's well overdue. Like, I suppose in a previous era when these, um, when these kind of licensed games were quicker to produce and yes. games didn't take a million years, you would have already had your John Wick console game. But let me ask you a question. Yeah. So um, Keanu's basically said that he's done with doing the John Wick films right about now. Mm -hmm. Do you think they're like, look, cash grab, John Wick makes a lot of money. Keanu doesn't want to do any films right now. What if we throw out games until he's ready for the next 10 years? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I suppose you could do it that way, especially because he has like the, the game um, cred from all the cyberpunk stuff. So yeah. maybe he'd be like, oh yeah, I'll do this again. But... I don't really know, like... So is he done with the films? He's not wanting to do any after five? So he's basically said that, like, he's done for the films for now and he wants to kind of put it down, which is understandable. It's like five films, they're big action sh um, set pieces and he ain't getting any younger. Yeah. Still looks fabulous, but he ain't getting any younger. Keanu Reeves, man. Right, is Keanu Reeves a good actor? This is the thing. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is the best mid actor yeah like he makes mid incredible mm. like nobody can do mid like keanu i don't think i've ever seen him in anything that i've not just been like oh that's keanu reeves like it reminds me do you know it reminds me of super monkey ball <laughs> super monkey ball is like the greatest mid game if anybody else tried to make a game like that it just doesn't work every time you play super monkey ball it's fun and you're enjoying your time with it and then you go away and you're done. You don't sit there thinking, mm, yeah. I'd love to play some Super Monkey Ball right now. But when you play it, you enjoy it. The only part of Super Monkey Ball I ever think about was the, the mini game where you like, they rolled down the ramp and then it would like float onto a target. I would play that relentlessly on the GameCube version. And then when they remade it, time's a flat circle. Whenever they remade it recently and put those games out, that's all I played. So you never played Super Monkey Ball um, Snooker? No, I, I, I've played all of it, but that is the that is the that's memory. The that's the one we we used to play and like fight each other over because that was the the kind of high score chasing. But yeah, bring back Super Monkey Ball. Maybe that's Sega's like mega game. Yeah, we need it. Yeah, we need it. Story number four: Turn Ten reveals Forza Motorsport cover art and gameplay showcase plans. This is from my boy Tom Ivan at VGC. Check it out VGC Video Games Chronicle. Good website, I've heard. Turn 10 Studios has revealed Forza Motorsports cover art and confirmed plans to showcase the racing game next month. The game's box art features a 
a couple of cars uh, specifically the 2023 number 01 Cadillac Racing V-Series R and the 2024 Chevrolet Corvette E-Ray, which I'm sure is exciting to Top Gear magazine readers. Uh, the studio says it plans to offer an up-close look at the cars during the Xbox Game Showcase on June 11th and a full walkthrough of our single-player career gameplay during the Forza monthly stream on June 13th, so right next to that. Xbox has announced, announced last June that the game would be released in the spring of 2023 it was not and said separately it was going to be in the first half of the year but during january's xbox and bethesda developer direct uh, an update of the game confirmed that it was still targeting 2023 leading to claims the game had been delayed to the second half of the year are you a forza man so i'm not a big driving game guy mm -hmm. but i really like forza i feel like other than mario kart for me forza is the best racing game because it's so arcadey yeah. you don't have to be great at it i'm amazing at driving in real life but when it comes to games i'm trash what forza just gives me it, it it makes me feel special it makes me feel like i'm john wick it literally makes me feel like i know what i'm doing i know how to hit all of the curves and stuff like that so i love forza and xbox needs a win right now I'm legally barred from talking about Xbox on the internet, um, so I'll just, I'll just, I'll nod and agree. Um, yes, I think Xbox could be doing with some banger games, but um, I think that Forza game will probably be like, it'll end up with like a 93 meta or something like that, because Turn 10 just knows what they're doing with those kind of classic uh, racing games. Cars are the, not the, I say easiest thing, like I would have any idea how to do it, but cars look so good now. Yeah. Like car graphics is what you're doing, look how round those fucking tires are so i think the game is going to be absolutely stunning and yeah i i look forward to playing it i wonder if i'll be less into it because it's not horizon it's not this big open world it's very much more you're you're going around the track the, the what's the what's the track that they always did in top gear in germany oh uh, yeah i know what you're talking yeah about. the but so how many times can you go through that go through silverstone stuff like that so yeah, it's interesting, but um, what are you looking for at this Xbox showcase? Ah, uh, games. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm looking for, some games. No, I think, um, I think you're right with, uh, about Forza. Um, do you know what? I, it's so weird because the, the X cast that um, my comparison that did, they did was incredible. And like, I'm a big PlayStation guy. I have been for years, like. I'm either playing my PS5 or my Switch and I only really kind of jump on my PC to play a couple of Xbox games here and there. And I just need something to be excited about. Like, I honestly can't remember the last time I've seen something announced for Xbox that's got me really, really excited. And I just want to be excited to be able to say, yeah, this is something that I need to play. That yeah. when I see... Um, when I see... When I hear the next Uncharted gets announced, I know I need to play that. When a God of War gets announced, I know I need to play that. When Tears of the Kingdom, even when Breath of the Wild got announced, I knew I needed to play that, Jordan, all right? I knew I needed to play it. And I just really hope that Xbox is able to give me a showcase that's got me saying, rah, I really want to play this because I don't think anyone wants them to lose. I think everyone is, wants them to win. So hopefully you get some excited from them what about you i'm absolutely dying for them to just pull the finger out and be like this is it i want sarf i'm a big todd howard man i'm a todd howard apologist at this point like i i even thought fallout 4 was pretty good um so i, I want sarfield to come out and be like this looks sick 
I want us to see a vote. I want us to... Fable? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Fable project's potentially in a bit of a worse state than people realise, but that is a... They have a big slate, and I just want... W things are so much better when all of the companies are doing well. Yeah. And as soon as Xbox starts firing out these unimpeachable games, I will stop getting abused as much on Twitter, so it's a win-win for, for Big JJN. Well, I'm here for your abuse because the way you talk about Breath of the Wild is just rude. So, like, I'm not backing you for the abuse. I'm just asking questions. Just keeping it a buck. There are dozens of us that believe this. Yeah. Yeah. Literally 12. Well, you know. <laughs> you know, I can smell on the wind. I can smell some advertisements on the wind, you know. Remember, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where you can get the show ad-free. Speaking of advertisements, let's let these boys pay the bill and tell us about our sponsors. Shout out to RTX for sponsoring this episode. If you're looking to spend an amazing summer weekend in Austin, Texas, the RTX convention is the perfect excuse. RTX is a gaming, comedy, animation, and podcast festival that Rooster Teeth is throwing in Austin, Texas at the convention center from July 7th through 9th. And rumor has it, a couple kind of funny people whose names may or may not rhyme with Mo Trike Like and Loey Moel are planning to head down to party as well. RTX has so much to offer over the three days with activities like a free paranormal themed escape room, achievement hunter, mini golf, VTubing with Ruby characters, and over a dozen live shows with guests like Dungeons and Daddies and Therapy Gecko. There are also evening events each night from parties to a comedy showcase, an evening rave, and everything in between that can be found in Austin. Buying ultra and platinum badges will get you the highest perks, but there's also a solid deal right now where people that purchase weekly weekend and daily badges get another badge for 50% off go to rtxaustin.com to select badges and to find additional information don't miss out on one of the biggest parties in austin this summer shout out to rocket money for sponsoring this episode we all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use or do we do you know how much your subscriptions cost most americans think that they spend around 80 dollars a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to 200 plus you could be wasting hundreds of dollars each and every month on subscriptions that you don't even know about rocket money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions it monitors spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place Rocket Money has saved some of us here at Kind of Funny a ton of money, and it can help you too. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finance in one place and automatically can help you categorize your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time. So stop throwing your money away. You can cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash kindoffunny. That's rocketmoney.com slash kindoffunny. Rocketmoney.com slash kindoffunny. Welcome back to the show. Are you ready for some more racing news? Of Mr. course, Midas. but first, but first, we need to talk about how cool Tim looks. Like, how is he so swaggeristic? This is going to really inflate his already ginormous ego. But yeah, it's um, every time he posts anything on Instagram, like a pair of sneakers or something like that, I'm like, should be me. Yeah, he's got he's got mad swagger, and I'm talking from a man who has swag. Yeah. So yeah, Tim, loving it. But yeah, tell me about more cars. More cars? That's what they're calling the sequel to Hot Wheels Unleashed because the details for Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 have seemingly leaked. This is back to Tom Ivan at VGC, the site that you should be going to every single day. New details for an unannounced but anticipated Hot Wheels Unleashed sequel have seemingly leaked. 
Last month, images of a toy car featuring the Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 turbocharged logo surfaced online alongside claims that the model will be a GameStop exclusive. According to a new report from data miner Bilbil Kuhn, who has an excellent track record of product leaks, this is editorialising, it really does, that Twitter account is absolutely unimpeachable at this point, the name of the sequel is accurate and the game will be published by Milestone in the near future. Developed and published by Milestone, Hot Wheels Unleashed, the first game, was released in September 2021 for PC, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation and Xbox consoles. Plans for a sequel may be not too surprising given that the original was quote the most successful title in Milestone history according to a March 2023 press release from the game's company from the game's company and toy firm Mattel. They said that Hot Wheels Unleashed sold over 2 million copies it was later included on game pass and playstation plus you ever play that first one do you know it's the last time i played a hot wheels game yeah on the super nes that is the last time i'm talking old school i'm I don't talking... think i was alive <laughs> on the super nes that's the last time i played one mm. and this hot wheels looks super incredible like i heard so many good things about it but i missed out like, yeah tell me why it's a must play for me I, I mean, I must play struck bad at showing some some proper video game footage here. Ah, that first one, was, a cat. it was cool. It was very proof of concept. Um, I think it stood out less because the Forza expansion with Hot Wheels exists too. So yeah. it's not, it's the same way that that new Lego 2K drive thing doesn't seem as impressive because the Forza Lego thing already exists. But yeah, that first game, it, you know, swimming in sevens is one of those totally fine seven out of 10 games. I think a second one could be great obviously not the target audience for it necessarily do kids go crazy for this hot wheels game the kids even still know what hot wheels are it's oh, hot yeah. wheels still like a thing oh yeah i think so I'm, I'm, dad's still trying to connect things together and like how do you do this i bet the tech i bet the hot wheels technology has gone absolutely crazy it's at this gotta point. be a thing enough that they're confident to make a video game a yeah. couple of years ago uh i just want to shout this out because yeah this is like a seven out of ten that i love like a ten out of ten because it's <laughs> kind of in that weird in-between of like a proper racer and a kart racer. Yeah. Uh, and it just, it knows how to have fun. A lot of like the weird unlocking all the, the cars and stuff was really weird. And I think it got a little micro uh, transaction-y, but I never paid attention to that. And yeah, put like dozens and dozens of hours into this game. So I'm excited for a sequel. Hell yeah. That's one copy sold. I want... But can you connect the track together yourself? Because if you can't, I don't yeah, want to play. Yeah, there's like custom built tracks okay. and stuff. That's like the whole thing. Um, I want to bring, I want to pull you up on something. Go on. You said Super NES. SNES. Well, this is the thing. Um, since we're in America, we have to be respectful. Um, they take how you pronounce these old consoles so seriously. Well, because of the abuse I gave Greg, mm -hmm. I couldn't come up here and say SNES, so I had to say Super NES. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the chat to catch up, but like the, I always hear them call it the SNES. Like, yeah, that's, that's just wrong. It's just too many syllables, if you ask me. But the Super NES... So I wasn't alive at this point. My first console was the PlayStation the original and the best that's that like my first console was mega drive mega drive yeah so 90s the classic era of yeah. games those games don't really hold up but yeah people in the chat omg's us saying snes <laughs> is the way then right below them not the lysander Super saying snes like i i don't get it we shouldn't be talking about these old games old games is old but i, I think uh the i want to Okay, I've been told to say Super Nintendo, say the whole world. Yeah, the Super Nintendo entertainment Super Nintendo. system every time, you, every time you talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2, almost certainly going to be. Bet you that's a, a Jeff Fest announcement, Summer Game Fest. Yeah. And now the latest from Plastic Cars, and then it comes up. And 
that needs to be the transition. That was perfect. Yeah. I, sounded ju- I saw Jeff Keighley just then. My, my impressions are second to none. Yeah. I do a really good Jim Ryan as well from Come PlayStation. On, let's go for it. <clears throat> Welcome to the PlayStation experience. I was there with you. It's like he's in the room. I was there with you, my G. I'm sorry that we didn't have any games. Damn, they said it was impossible to get PlayStation guys in here, you know? <laughs> I mean, Jim Ryan is uh, gaming's second most famous Geordie after Lucy James, so it's, it's an accent that I can pull off pretty well. Um, the, the, I want more of these Daft Wii racing games, much like that Lego Drive game. I, there's something about a racing game that just does it for me. Have you got any games in that, any genres where you're just like anything that comes out and I'll start playing it? Do you know what? I do love uh, a Lego. Mm-hmm. So I love a Lego Harry Potter, Lego Star Wars, a Lego, just anything. Like even if you gave me, I don't know, what's a really dark horror? Megan. Let's get a, a, Lego, a, a Megan. Lego Megan game. <laughs> I'm here for it. Megan. Um, I wonder if those if those Lego start, the the Lego license games are kind of done because Traveler's Tales. So apparently, Traveler's Tales, the thing they're doing right now, yeah. is the Skywalker saga, but the Harry Potter films. So they're doing like a big version of that. Whereas, yeah, it feels like they should be just out here pumping out these wee ten hour adventures. Like, yeah, was, I want, like I want a Megan. I want a um, everything. I even want. You know what they should recreate? Like certain rap videos. Give me a Lego um, Nicki Minaj. I'm yeah. here for it. Super bass. Yeah. Get, get a little Lego <laughs> character out on the beach. <laughs> Make your, uh, a Lego Just Just Dance. Make up your own dance moves. I'm here for I mean, it. Anyway, story number six. The new Alone in the Dark stars David Harbour and Josie Comer. And it's out in October. This is from my sworn enemy Chris Scullion at VGC. The upcoming remake of Alone in the Dark will star David Harbour and Josie Comer. It's been announced. Developed by THQ's Swedish studio Pieces Interactive, Alone in the Dark will be released on October 25th and be available on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S and PC and priced at $59.99. Not a a $70 number. As revealed during the new showcase video highlighting the game, the game stars Harbour from Stranger Things and Black Widow and Comer from Killing Eve and Free Guy as the series protagonist Edward Carnby and Emily Hartwood as they explore the mysterious mansion of Deserto. I don't think that's how you pronounce it, who cares? A free playable pro- prologue for the game called Grace in the Dark is available to download now. It takes place a couple of weeks before the game and features a young girl called Grace Saunders as she wanders around the mansion trying to post a letter. While the final game will include combat with monsters, the prologue doesn't have any combat, uh, given that the protagonist is a child, so I suppose that's fair enough. In a statement during the showcase, the original 1992 game's creator, Frederick Reynal, gave his blessing to the remake, saying, quote, With all the remakes going on today, you're never sure what you get at the end. I think that Mikhail and the team at Pieces have done a great job preserving the core feeling of the game. They even went further than everything I could have expected 30 years ago. And if you pre-order the game, you get a 1992 uh, character pack, like skins and stuff like that. Are you a horror guy? You excited for Alone in the Dark? So I'm weird when it comes to horror. There's certain horror games that I love. Resident Evil, that's my bag. The remakes, love them. Um, just saw the Alan Wake 2. Looks incredible. Super excited about love it. Alan. I even like, um, what's the um, uh, what's the, the the brainchild after we got Resident Evil? Um, and they, they usually, they made Hi-Fi Rush. Oh, Evil Within. Evil Within. Yeah. I even love the Evil Within. But Alone in the Dark is something that I've never really played. Was it on the GameCube, the original? Or is it just the Dreamcast and PS2? I'm not entirely sure. There was an Alone in the Dark game on the 360, I'm pretty sure, that I remember seeing in 
like used game shops, but I never played it. So that's literally what I think about Alone in the Dark. Alone in the Dark reminds me of when you go into. Um, do you know what a blockbuster is? I've got. Come I'm on, just making sure you're you're a baby. I, I, I you live, might not know what I blockbuster. Live in, is. I live in Paisley, mate. We had a blockbuster <laughs> up until like six months ago. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so that's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of going into a store and it's the only game that's left on the shelf. There's mm. nothing else there, or literally in the bin basket of this is on sale for two ninety nine. Yeah, um, I think they're obviously have faith in it if they're getting too big like massive names to be in it so that, yeah. that's pretty cool uh, i've not played any of this prologue i might when i get back to my playstation but um obviously very inspired by doing pt for silent hills r.i.p but um what do you think about this trend not a trend i suppose because there's not been tons of them but this like a little prologue playable teaser a little free uh opening chapter oh i love it because i grew up in the era of demo discs yeah so been able to play something before getting to experience it. I don't understand why more game companies don't do it. I think it's really smart to kind of, like, I'll play something that I might not ever think that I'm going to like, and I'll get a little tease and be like, oh, this is cool. This is something that's worth putting my money behind. So I like it. But how are you with horror? Because so, you don't seem like a jumpy guy to me. I, I don't particularly love horror stuff. I love, like, Alan Wake 2. I could not be more excited for. I love that first game so dearly. Um, I thought so Resident Evil is an example I thought Resident Evil 8 was like a 3 out of 5 kind of game but I thought Resident Evil 7 was tremendous Resident Evil 4 remake tremendous so it kind of the first half of Resident Evil 8 is an amazing game and then the second half it got too bloated for me As in terms of like uh, jump scary stuff I'm not super into that like your outlasts and stuff like that doesn't yeah. do it for me but what about yourself have you ever done it were you ever fallen into that trap as a creator Back when the like the horror game videos were super popular. Ah uh, no, I'm not trying to embarrass myself. <laughs> I don't need people hearing me scream. No one needs to hear my scream. It's not sexy. It's not a good look. Um, but yeah, no, I'm very particular about like Resi 2 Remake is probably my best horror game. Like yeah. I love it. I feel like it's even better than the original um, Resi now. Oh yeah. So if it's a game like The, the Evil Within and I love that game, I'll play it but I'm not really one. I didn't even play the PT demo. So I'm not really one to jump in. If not, yeah, it's not, it's horror's not my bag, but if it's the right game, it can get me in. Sure. Well, October is just so far away. If I wanted to know what was coming to the mom and grop shops today, where would I look? You would go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show host which is us today us. each and every weekday the best that's ever sounded <laughs> out today town of salem 2 goes into early access on pc the forespoken dlc that the world has waited for and tan and tanta we trust is out on pc and ps5 dice legacy is out on everything fitness circuit is out on switch international secret agent is out on pc and a, and a nomination for the greatest game title of all time. Yeah. Home Sheep Home Farmageddon Party Edition is out on everything. And The Blind Prophet is out on Switch. New dates for you. Homeworld 3 has been delayed to February 2024. Front Mission 2 Remake has been delayed to an unannounced time. And Wolong Fallen Dynasty's first DLC, The Battle of Zongyun, launches on June 29th, which is also my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. What have you got planned? Hee-haw. 
Um, the AEW game comes out that day, so it'll be a lot of that. You know that was the wrong answer. It is playing Home Sheep Home, yeah. Farmageddon Party Edition. That was meant to be the right answer. I want to play the AEW game against Kenny Omega. Kenny, I have emailed you. Stop dodging me, son. I know, Shukwan. I, I know you're busy with your uh, interesting uh, co-workers at the minute. but Nervous. Uh, this game looks absolutely sick, if you ask me. Yeah. John the Sheep uh, type beat. Uh, we go to Wario 64 for the deals of the day. Um, if this will actually open up for me. Um, oh, Star Wars Racer and Commando combo on PlayStation 4 is $9.99 on Amazon. So hit that up. You ready for some reader mail? Yep. Let's go. You can write in to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD to get your questions right on the show, just like Daniel Summers. Hi, KFGD crew. I read the announcement that David Harbour and Joseph Jodie Comer will star in Alone in the Dark remake and was suddenly intrigued by a game I thought was a surefire skip. It immediately had me thinking, what franchise do you think would benefit from strong stunt casting with facial capture? Personally, give me an Assassin's Creed game with Gal Gadot and protagonist Javier Bardem as the villain or vice versa. What do you think? Cast a game. Mm, Okay, so... So we want someone with a serious face, a good hard chin mm-hmm. for capture. That's going to get me excited. I'm talking, I'm taking it old school. Way past you would even realize. No, your chin's not that great. Uh, come on. All right. All right. Decent. We're taking it super old school from our RPG heads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like Skies of Arcadia. Oh, here we that go. That is like the first pirate game that I ever played. But I want someone serious. I want someone like... If Tupac Shakur was still alive, bring him back. Or Little Wayne. Yeah, we can have Little Wayne as casted in Skies of Arcadia. Yeah. He looks like a pirate anyway. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. So I'm a Jonah Hill devotee, so I'd just like him in anything. Um, Put Jonah Hill in Alan Wake too as Alan Wake. That would... Well, we've already got it with Alan Wake. Give me something new. Right. I I might be going off my head here, but is the facial capture for Alan Wake Troy Baker? Because he looks identical to him. And a couple of the images I saw, like I, I watched the showcase on a plane on dodgy Wi-Fi, so I don't know, but it looks like, I know it's not him doing the voice, but it looks yeah. like his face. Could be. That happens a lot though with yeah. um, facial capture. They get one person to face it and another person to voice, which I find really weird because I know a couple um, face um, actors and they're in loads of games and then the voice is completely different from what they sound like in real life. Throws me every time. Yeah. Strange one. Chris Drummer writes in. Do you think the lackluster PS showcase had anything to do with the ongoing Activision deal? Some tweets were flying around from Game Insiders stating that many of the games we were looking forward to are seeing close to completion and that was surprised that they didn't and many were surprised that they weren't shown. Do you think Sony is holding out until the FCC approves or denies the deal to really let loose? Uh, no. No. <laughs> I don't think I had anything to do with that. Um I just think it's a different strategy from Sony. Back in the day, they were happy to put out a, a logo and then say 2025. Like, I kind of expected Ghost of Tsushima 2, even though arch rival Jeff Grubb said no, I expected Ghost of Tsushima 2 to show up with like a 25 on the end of it or something like that. Just something to get us a bit excited because as soon as the last one was Spider-Man 2, it was like, this looks great, but the hype has, has been killed. Yeah, I kind of feel like Sony are at a point where they just don't need to. Like PlayStation 5s are selling off the ch- shelves. Like even during the pandemic, people were buying them. They couldn't get them any time. And I feel like Sony is at a point where they're like, look, we put out something when we need to. Third parties will always have us covered. And people keep coming to us. Like we are the buzzword 
of consoles. If you want a console, you're going to come to us. You're going to buy. And also as well, I, I kind of believe that they think that showcase was sicker than it actually was. Yeah. I think everyone internally thought we're going to blow everyone's mind with that showcase because the, the way they hyped it was not what we was expecting. Yeah, I suppose Metal Gear being reported for so long. Yeah. BGC, two years before it got uh, announced, just saying. Um, stuff like that, getting out. A lot of the games looking so similar. It was. What did you, what would you give it out of five? On, on the kind of funny scale since we're here, I suppose. <laughs> so I didn't hate the conference. I'm just going to say that straight away. I didn't hate the conference. There wasn't that much for me. Um, super excited about Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. Although, and I said this to you on the plane, I really wish that it was Metal Gear 1 or 2 rather than Snake Eater. Greg's going to get mad, but I don't love Snake Eater. It's like my third favorite <gasps> out of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Sons of Liberty is my favorite. Mm. Yeah. So I would have preferred 1 or 2. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was that bad. I think the problem was the communication. Now, we always say we want hype. We want trailers, back-to-back trailer, trailer, trailer. Now, you can do that when you've got big names, when you've got Ghost of, Mish- Ghost of Shishima, when you've got Fractions, when you've got those big names, you can just do trailer, trailer, trailer. But when you're doing stuff that are like, oh, we don't really know what that is. This is a third party. This is a new... Um, hybrid we're working on you need to communicate that to us you need to speak to us so I think it needed to be like that and to be honest with you it just needed to be a state of a pl- state of play if that was a state of play everyone would have been losing their minds yeah at this point state of play seems to be just for uh, Warner Brothers games that they have marketing deals with like at some point I was like ah fuck it just show another hour of Suicide Squad why not but yeah I thought it was fine I expected more but yeah the thing that surprised me the most is we still no factions too. Yeah. That is well blows my mind. The anniversary is on the 13th of June. So I, I bet they do a stream there that's like, here's the game, here's the beta date, we'll see you later. But even if we just got a logo with a date or a logo with the year, I kind of feel like that was the time. But like they said loads of times on kind of funny. If they started it with Spider-Man, then we knew it was gonna be a big one and Spider-Man coming at the end was a bit needy but i did love the spider-man trailer oh, yeah. that was really really um gameplay that was cool because i had no clue that we'd actually play as peter parker in the symbiont um venom suit yeah that kind of hyped me i think that that's like a lock-in like i'm it's one of those games with spider-man 2 it's like i know i'm going to play it i'm excited to play it i'll probably end up being the one that reviews it so seeing it doesn't do tons for me i'm always more interested in the unknown um although the unknown stuff they showed wasn't the most compelling Boston boots oh hell oh the that cat game that that did actually uh, the tagline was like shiver your uh, whiskers or something like that cat quest baby. cat quest yes we're all about that day one by yeah day one by we've got your squad ups here chris drummer who just wrote in is looking for people on playstation 5 to get back into the division 2 a criminally underrated game the division 2 if you ask me that is a that is a, a 7 out of 10 that love like a 10 out of 10 i will play that endlessly um because the numbers go up you get a gun then five minutes later you get a very slightly better gun that's video <laughs> games to me that's, that, that's literally life do you know what i would have loved if the division 2 had a story mode yeah like a proper like still have it as it is but like a proper little narrative to go with it that would have got me excited yeah uh chris drummer cj drum at uh, cjdu 
Oh, wait. It's CJ Drum with an extra M on the end of it. So C-J-D-R-U-M-M. That's C-J-D-R-U-M-M. It's come time for the part of the show I was looking forward to least. You're wrong. You can write in when we get things wrong. Although some of these I don't classify as us being wrong. A lot of people point out that the Metal Gear Solid collection is likely to include um, the, the VR missions and potentially Metal Gear, like the MSX games. Um which interesting, but people people just want to play those PlayStation Two games, do they? Uh, well, that's the thing is you can't get us excited about a remake and be like, "Yes, you're getting a remake." Oh yeah, but the old ones are here too. Yeah, like no one's gonna care. Yeah, uh, as guest Pokey Dude ninety seven. There's already a new Tears of the Kingdom duplication glitch after patch one point one point two on YouTube. Fair enough. I'm, I'm not surprised. Yeah, there's no surprise about that. Um, the uh, kebabs says the German track is called the Nurburgring. As what track's that? The the Nurburgring is the one that they would always go to on Top Gear. That's like uh. like the best track in the world. Um, and uh, Furry Bastard says I pronounced the name of the John Wick director correctly. So oh, nice. Happy days. Kebabs also said I would like to point out that neither host introduced themselves, told us what shows are from, or why they're hosting the show today. We're hosting the show today because we wanted to. Okay, simple as that. <laughs> They really just barged in. They're like, yeah. we're doing it. And uh, they tied uh, Greg Miller up in the back. Listen, I'm not here to take any more abuse when it comes to British accents. That is not how we talk. This is how we talk. We got swag. We look good. I just wanted people to know. But yeah, we can introduce ourselves properly. You introduced me, though. Yeah. So I go by the name of Mr. Midas. I am a video game TV presenter and content producer in the UK. And yeah, love games, talk about games all day long. And you, this amazing gentleman, we literally only met three days ago. Yes. You would I'm, never think, you'd think that we'd be buddies for life. I mean, he's, he's just destroyed our relationship because we actually met a month ago at the Star Wars Jedi event. Well, actually, we didn't meet. I saw you and you was wearing a kind of funny t-shirt and that's why I remembered who you was. Yeah. We didn't actually speak. Yeah. Technically, you're wrong. Yeah. And I, I'm Jordan Midler, a noted Twitter provocateur and said of ridiculous things. I'm also one-fourth of VGC, very much the fourth Beatle, um, the Ringo star of games news. A lot of people call me that. Uh, but yeah, VGC Video Games Chronicle. You can also check out the VGC podcast every week um, if you want to hear the people that write the stories that you hear on this show chat about the stories. So there you go. Are you happy? I didn't want to hype. I thought you don't need to hype us up. Well, you I'm, watch the show and you I'm know. loud. I'm, I'm hype anyway. But yeah. Rude people in this chat. I'm turning <laughs> on them. They were on my, I was on their side, but I'm turning on them. Next week's hosts are Monday, there's no show for Memorial Day, whatever that is. Tuesday, you've got Greg and Andy. Wednesday, there's no show because Kind of Funny is going to a baseball game, apparently. Yeah, yeah there was one day that Bless was like, we should all go to a baseball game. And then it just kind of snowballed from there, so... It's a, you know it's a company retreat because we never spend time with each other outside of content. So you absolutely, know, it's, it's gonna be some fun bonding and you know watching a, a good sport rather than you know football or whatever. Uh, we've got something important coming in on that Wednesday though. Oh well, we've got the we've got the blessing show, the blessing showcase, which exactly. kind of funny is premier content if you ask me. But going to a baseball game instead of going to your work, stealing a wedge if you ask me. You know what we'll be doing? We'll be working. We'll be working. We'll be grinding. <laughs> <laughs> on Thursday, you've got Blessing and Tim, and on Friday, you've got Tim and Blessing. If you're watching live on YouTube in the live stream, there's going to be a 30-minute post-show with Snowbike Mike to come in and talk to us. 
via your super chats. Stay tuned after the handshake to hang out with us and before the next kind of funny stream starts. Well, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been super, super dope. I, I couldn't have done this with anyone better. Yeah, they're never going to get us out of these chairs. <laughs> Not least because of the fact that the Pepto-Bismol is starting to wait off on me. Um, but this has been Kinda Funny Games Daily each and every weekday live right here on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames and twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. We run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. Until next time, I've been Jordan Midler. I've been Mr. Midas. And we'll see you next time.